This week, we discuss the big screen adaptation of Mattel's Barbie. Today, we welcome back my cousin, Vera. Hello, folks. And welcome for the first time, Tiara. Hello, everybody. I'm Chad. Please enjoy the 118th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, so this is um, a slightly stripped down episode than normal. Uh, obviously, no Matt here because we're doing this in the middle of the week. And uh, this is actually going up in a day and a half. So no Matt, time of recording, he's at work. Um, there's going to be timestamps on everything if any people want to jump around. We're still going to do like the opening chit chat and stuff. It's just not going to be as long as normal. And um, there's going to be a non-spoiler section and a spoiler section of Barbie. But all that's in the show notes if you want to hear some of our Barbie discussion, but don't want to hear like spoilers if you haven't had time to go see it yourself. But um, I just would like to welcome you onto the show, Tiara. Um, We've known each other for a little while now. And about a year ago, you moved back to, uh, I almost said Texas, you moved back to Florida so like how has the transition been like um coming back home as it as it were it's been great um to see how much my hometown has changed um since i've been home it's been about 10 years actually since i've been home so that's pretty cool um working from home has been a huge transition um but it's really cool i'm enjoying myself what have you been doing to keep busy out there um I go to the gym. Uh, I started um, a different workout regimen. So I'm really focusing on strength training and I go visit my friends in other parts of Florida on the weekends. So it's been pretty cool. So um, have you been to Texas before? I have been to Texas before. Have you driven in Texas? No, I've flown into Texas. Um, I'm actually planning on driving into Texas uh, Labor Day weekend. I do want to revisit that. But I, um, the reason I brought that up is because like notoriously, you know, Texas is, I believe, the largest state in the country, if I'm not mistaken. And um, no, you disagree with me? I don't I'll know. I'm, 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 I'm just throwing stuff out there. No, I think Alaska's big. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but technically, you know. Okay, you are correct. Um, Alaska is the is the largest state. Uh, maybe it's the largest state in the continental U.S. Perhaps. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. It's number two, okay. followed by California. So what I was trying to get at was that um, driving from one major city to another in Texas is like a is is a journey onto itself. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to go from, like, Austin to Dallas. Okay, well, I hope you got a day and a half, you know? So is it, like, in Florida, when you're going from, like, city to city, is it, like, a really long journey? It can be. Um, I used to drive back and forth between um, New Orleans and Florida all the time, and that was definitely a long, the longest part of my drive is driving from Tallahassee down to Central Florida. It was it was, it sucked. What, do you remember <laughs> like how sucks. long that takes? Oh, um, 
I remember the whole trip used to be around, uh, I think, 10 hours. 10 but, hours? Well, but that's including other states. So I think from Tallahassee, I believe, or Pensacola, I should say, from Pensacola down to Central Florida, I want to say eight hours. Hmm. Vera, what's the longest road trip you've taken? Oh, I guess I would say from St. Louis to Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, uh, eight hours. Did you have to do those summers down south like um, my mother and her siblings had to do when they visited their grandmother? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, this is to visit my boyfriend's family members gotcha. and for New Year's Eve. But, oh my God. Yeah. No. It's been about eight hours for me too in the car is um, whenever, when we would drive from St. Louis to the part of Iowa that Samantha's from. And um, mm-hmm. I just, I don't like being in the car that long, honestly. So I don't know how you did it, Tierra. I don't know how you did it, Vera. Like, did you guys? You That's guys. The longest trip through? I've taken. I think the longest trip I've taken is uh, New Orleans to DC, Washington DC. Okay. What? Wait, how long oh, is, this, is this yeah. that? Eight hours? 15, 16 hours. Nope. 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 <laughs> I would burn my car halfway through that trip. I'm like, just no. I don't know. I we our relationship is different now. I hate you in the car. I know. Now I'm sitting in my car. <laughs> Would you say, Vera? I was like, are people even on speaking terms after that long? Exactly. Like, you just nodding. <laughs> by like by like hour twelve, we're just nodding. We're not even saying words anymore. How many times Listen. did you get into an argument with your co-pilot? Like, fuck that. We- we actually didn't get in an argument. We, um, yeah, we're good friends. The crazy part about it is driving back. Um, we had just switched off, and about two hours into her part of the drive, she fell asleep at the wheel. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> we're not friends no more. <laughs> we're still friends. You better than me. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, I'm yeah. happy that you both are safe, but no. Oh yeah. Right. Um, oh yeah, we're we're safe and walking around doing great. So <laughs> <laughs> so jumping back to what you were saying, you're going to Texas um Labor Day weekend. Uh tell us about that trip. And yes, have you been before to, to that part of Texas? We no wait, I don't think any of us have been to Austin. Mm-hmm. So this is a need for all of us, I believe. Um, but I'm flying into Baton Rouge, and I'm going to drive with mm-hmm. my what is your with problem? my good friend. What is, the one that fell asleep at the wheel? No, no, no. <laughs> this is a different friend. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to uh, yeah, we're going to drive uh, to Austin from Baton Rouge. Have a fun weekend and then drive back and then I still, you know, have a couple of days because I'm I'm taking the week off. Okay, it's Labor Day week oh. for me. Labor Day week. Yeah. Uh, Labor I feel like week one should be working during labor. You know, it's labor. 
Labor your yeah. ass up in the office. I am paying tribute to all those people that, you know, Got picketed so I could have my Labor Day, you know. Okay. Um, so anything, you're doing anything in particular while you're in Austin? Um, we don't really have a plan. Uh, we're going to have a, I know for a fact, one thing we're going to do, we're going to have a nice dinner one night where everybody's green. Okay, and, everybody wears green. You know, but we don't have the whole itinerary figured out. Like everybody has their list of things that they want to do from Instagram. And then we're going to piece together an itinerary. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, you got to do barbecue while you're while you're down there. That's like a must. Of course. I mean, food. We're doing all food, not just barbecue. We're going to do some Tex-Mex while we're there. Um, got a, a nice speakeasy. We're going to go to. Um, like yeah, food. All food is on the agenda. Okay. All right. Well, have a fun, safe trip, and you know, want to see all the pictures on Instagram and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So, Vera, you just started a show on Netflix, right? Uh, no, it's one I, I like in the middle of watching again for like the third time. So you've seen the series, you just rewatching it or like you've been having trouble getting through it? No, I, I just keep rewatching it. I, I just okay. like it that much. All right. Uh, well, what's the show? Uh, Altered Carbon. Um, I started watching it uh, because of COVID, you know. So I got really deep into Netflix. I, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I am a dedicated citizen of the United States of Netflix because I feel <laughs> like I've watched almost every show or trailer there is to watch it's kind of sickening it's basically all i watch like my news come from other people that watch the news i'm like really get out of here it took me days to figure out russia was in war Um, (laughs) i'm days behind all of it because it's not on netflix you know it's not on netflix anyway going back to the show um it is pretty good it's um talk about it lightly it's where people if you die they found a way to move your consciousness memories your your who you identify as into other bodies Hmm. and you could like upgrade to something that's maybe healthier younger than you are um if it's supplied by the government and anybody's that's on what body you're going to be put in but that's like basically uh, how the movie goes without me telling all of it. I never heard about the show. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I remember that. Seasons. Yeah, I remember that um, the lead changes each season. So, like the first season was it was Anthony Mackie the first season or was he the second season? Second. Okay. So Anthony Mackie was the lead on the first season and Joel Kinnaman, he was um on that show The Killing. And he is also a Robocop in the reboot of Robocop. He was the lead um, in the first season. I haven't I haven't seen either one. I mean, the killing is really good. You okay on watching hmm. Robocop? Uh I th- I feel like the killing should be on Netflix because they picked it so it had like 
I want to say three seasons on TV and then it was canceled and then they picked it up for a fourth season. So it should be on there. It's a um, remake of like a Swedish show where each season is a different like case. And in season one, like you were looking for a missing boy, I think. And like there's a lot of other stuff but i just did a i'm doing a search right now on netflix and it's not there so i got nothing for you here yeah i was surprised I'm like okay i'll look but no it's a it's a really good show um okay so um <laughs> have you been watching oh actually have you checked out they they clone tyrone no, but I saw like the trailer. I was like, I have to watch this. I did not know Jay Fox was in it. Just found that out yesterday. So I really um, want to see it. I'd I highly feel like recommend anything it. with John Boyega, I have to see it. So yeah. I, I'd recommend it. Okay. A, it was it seemed like well, it had a funny part to it. I don't know. It's, it it's kind of fun. Think of it more it's in the same arena as like Undercover Brother and Sorry to Bother You. Where it's like it has a message about like, you know, society. Okay. But it's okay. like, but it's like it's not serious. It's serious. It's 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 fun. It's fun. There's I jokes. would say the blackening too. Blackening. I mean, the message, but it's funny. Yes, but um, the 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 reason I I, I said undercover brother and sorry to bother you specifically. It's because of like how absurd it gets too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'd recommend okay. it. Um, so just briefly, so I've been reading a book called Burn It Down by uh Maureen Ryan. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big TV and movie guy. Um, that's part of the reason why we're all talking right now. Um and uh she used to have a podcast. And but she's but basically Maureen Ryan is a um is an entertainment journalist. And so she wrote a book about kind of like the not so great things of like the last 20-ish years in Hollywood, mostly about TV stuff. So like bad producers. Um right now the chapter I'm reading is um about the um the behind the scenes stuff on loss. Apparently it was not a good place to work. Um, the writer's room especially was like really it was not easy being in the writer's room if you were not a white man and so like she interviewed like a lot of like people like (laughs) the few people of color that did work there and for a short period obviously Um, there's one story where um, basically you know in TV in the old days of TV before streaming came along and you know you ended up not making money from working um, when you write a, sometimes you would get assigned a TV show. And when you, your name is like top billing on that episode, you're getting more residuals than normal. And so um, they gave an episode to this woman and it did really well. It got nominated for like an Emmy, like it, all the fans loved it and all that stuff. And as a result of that episode being so well liked, she got blackballed in the writer's room and they wouldn't give her assignments anymore. And then they were also like, you know, your episode's doing real well and we did assign that to you. You 
probably should, you know, show how grateful you are. You know, just go and buy us a little something. You know, we are your boss, right? Like shit like that. For an example. Oh, um, other wow. stuff was like um Harold Paranu. He was um he was um the one and the the one and the best man that got with the stripper. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. So he was oh, on Lo- the first wired. two seasons of Lost. And um yep. he was like, Hey, y'all not really giving me anything to do. And also like they were like a big sort a big plot point in the in the show is that his son gets kidnapped on the island. And they were like trying to write it in a way to where like they weren't bringing that up anymore and he's like like, i'm not going to contribute to um people not caring about little black kids getting snatched like you guys need to like have my character acknowledge his son is was kidnapped and like also you guys aren't giving me anything to do like i come i come to set every day to work put me to work and so they're like okay so we actually wrote you out the show since, you know, you're being difficult. So stuff of that nature. Um, So it's really interesting. I didn't, I didn't know like things were that bad, Um, but that's kind of why I I, I got the book because I want to hear these behind the scenes stories. But yeah, it's interesting. It's heavy. It's some heavy shit. So it's not like you could just run right through it. You got to take some breaks, (laughs) but um. So far, I recommend it. But um, anyway, like I said, we're keeping it light this week, light in topics. So we're going to uh, slide right into our discussion of Barbie. Wow, this is the real world. <laughs> What's going on? Why are these men looking at me? Yeah, they're also staring at me. Barbie in the real world. That's impossible. If this got out, this could mean extremely weird things for our world. Barbie suffers a crisis that leads her to question her world and her existence. Okay, that's really short. Um, All right, so before we actually talk about the movie per se, I want to know you ladies' history with Barbies. Like, um, do you remember when you got your first Barbie? Which Barbies did you have? Did you have any that stuck out? Did you keep any? Um, Why don't you lead the charge here, Tara? Okay, um... I was not a huge Barbie girl. I had a couple of dolls. I was more into action figures. Um, I do remember two Barbies that I got. Um, One was a one Christmas, I got a princess Barbie. And then I got um, just a random black Barbie. A random black Barbie. I mean, she wasn't like, it wasn't like a special, it wasn't like she had a job. She was just a black Barbie, like a black stereotypical Barbie. You got welfare Barbie. <laughs> no, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do, I did have some, you know, off-brand Barbies, but one, no, she was like, you know how Barbie in the movie is just well, you was like she didn't have you didn't have a you said she didn't have a job, so I'm like, so she unemployed. She don't she don't she, she on the welfare. Barbie, you know, main character Barbie in the movie in didn't that have fucking a job. Government no government cheese and shit. We'll just call her she Black Beach Barbie, Barbie okay? <laughs> 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 she was black, okay. That's okay. the most important do, part. Do you have did you keep any or either or whatever? No, I was 
I was the type of kid who my Barbies turned into weird Barbies, okay? Oh, oh <laughs> like, you're not, not saying I went with the haircut, but I used to, like, the clothes got lost. I used to make their own clothes out of toilet paper. I would color <laughs> them and do wrap dresses with my Barbies. So, yeah. And then, like, I had a, a Beetlejuice car that I'm pretty sure was my brother's at one point in time. They would ride around in the Beetlejuice car, like... <laughs> okay what about you Vera um I was into Barbie I, I don't remember a thing she had I'm gonna go with Tiara I think I just had like lounge Barbie lounge um Barbie? just you know work Barbie like I I don't remember these gals name but um, I had a few of them I remember I had like the Barbie limousine Okay. She was styling and profiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I had a, I had a few of. I just don't remember themes to them like at all. And then I bought a Barbie recently, my first black Barbie. But she oh, you, you had all white Barbies growing up. I think so. I don't remember any chocolate or mocha or car- caramel or anything. Okay. I don't. I got one now. She, I call her hip and thigh because she's not like tiny, but uh, she just has a number. She, she doesn't have a name. Now hold her up yeah. to the camera. Oh, but that's what hip and thigh. So, like, Barbie's still in the box. Yeah. She's got braids. Look at her. Uh, hold up. Yeah, second. and they red. They got hoop earrings. She got flat tennis shoes on. Yes, come. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually buying a gift for uh, our little, my little cousin. Sorry, his daughter. And just like the only child I am, I was like, well, I'm not gonna buy a toy for her and not for me. I'm the one working. So that's how Barbie got into my possession. I love it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you guys did get her a Barbie for her birthday. I don't remember which one. It's in her room, so I can't go and she's here, so I can't go in there. But um, this is Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, huh. I thought I had one, but then when I'm looking at this, this is a this is just a Moana Moana. I thought this was a a a, a Barbie Moana, but this is just a Moana. Mm. But um, I don't remember <laughs> which Barbie you guys got her. I know she's black, but I don't remember which one. Yeah. For her assignment, I, I want to say she was a was she a teacher? I can't even remember now. I can't no. remember. No, I really yeah. wasn't thinking. Like I would have grabbed it when I put her to bed, but. I wasn't thinking. I was just like, please go to bed. So, sorry. (laughs) If I remember in the editing process on YouTube, it's going to pop up on the screen right now. Otherwise, you're just going to keep seeing my face. But okay. So, um, you didn't keep any at all, Vera? Uh, I'm going to go with no, unless my mom might have, but I don't remember seeing any, like just just as I've moved from different place to place. So I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with no. 
Okay. Uh, well, I didn't have any Barbies. Uh, I remember one time I was hanging out at your house and we played Barbies. And you were like, oh, yeah, you can play mm-hmm. with the Ken guy. But I was just like, this is, I, I guess. I mean, he's just Ken, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember having a Ken. I don't know. I feel like it was a short time. You did. You did, because I played with him. <laughs> I did not have a kin. I had a soul train guy. Soul train guy. I did not have a kin. Um, yes. Okay. Well, bouncing off the Barbie topic, well, the toys. So let's talk about the theater experience. Um, so, Tara, what kind of, um, tell us about the theater experience. Like, uh, what theater did you go to? Did you wear pink? Did you get snacks? Did you go with okay, people? Okay, um, so I did not. Um, I did not wear pink. Um, the first time, well, yeah, I went to go see uh, Barbie because I, well, there were two attempts to go see Barbie, even though I saw Barbie once. Um, it was the most crowded that the theater had ever been. Yeah. I try to always go to an AMC whenever I can. You, you, you the know, pledge of Nicole Kidman. I got you. I did. Yeah. Okay. I've <laughs> been a stubs card holder Same. for a long time. Same. <laughs> you know, as I walk into the theater, I get the knife and I cut my hand and I I'll do my blood offering to Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, so, you know, there was a kid behind me um, trying to kick my chair, but his mother several times was like, don't you do it. Don't you get your foot off of that chair. And I appreciate that as a fellow moviegoer because lately people have had no respect coming back to the movie theater. Yeah, people fucking file out her. With the blank. I'm just like, okay, all right, y'all. It's a community space. But no, so, um, you know, it wasn't obnoxious like I was expecting expecting it to be. I feel like any movie that's like this is, wasn't a kid movie, any movie where you can expect a lot of kids, you can expect a lot of craziness. So I had a very pleasant experience. You know, I sat there with my medium popcorn and my medium drink because I'm going down a size. You know, I'm already and, and telling you, you're messing up, Vince. You should have spent sixty-five dollars on the AMC only Barbie um, branded car popcorn bucket. Really? I didn't even see that as an option in my theater. I mean... Probably sold out the first day. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. Like, when when we went the other day, I didn't see them. And they're usually, like, draped out. They were probably sold out day one. Especially since it's, like, sold out screenings, like, every night. You know people went hard for those popcorn buckets. Those collectibles. Right. And then... Like the second attempt, I went to go see it um, this past Sunday. Um, my my dear friend uh, lives in Tampa. We were going to meet in Kissimmee and go to brunch and then go see it together. I was pretending like I hadn't seen the movie. However, uh, we ended up going to a Regal and it was full we need to purchase tickets for the movie, so I'm glad I had already seen it. So we did have brunch, but there was no Barbie afterward. And she had on all pink. And I oh, so could she not was find ready. A pink. She was ready. She was ready. She had on the the two-piece set, linen set, and 
I had on my dolly shirt and my ripped jeans and my pearl um, slides, my, my pearl Steve Madden slides, because I don't own any pink <laughs> daytime clothing. I wasn't wearing a pink club dress to go see Barbie in my life. So, <laughs> you know, wore another blonde bombshell to go see Barbie. There you go. Okay. Um, so how about you, Vera, even though I know because I was there? Um. So starting with the theater we went to. Yeah, what was your theater was, uh, experience like, a.k.a. also mine? Uh, <laughs> uh, starting with the seats, I thought they were pretty good. I enjoyed that. Um, I was... I was surprised on, I, I, I don't know why I thought it'd be like more younger people there. I was just surprised on how how mature a crowd it was. I'll put it that way. I, I thought it would have been more teens. I mean, but honestly, like it, I, I mean, I don't know too many younger, younger people to poll, especially like young women. Like, I'm not sure if mm-hmm. Barbie's like that hot shit. Oh, okay. Well, that I makes mean, sense then. Barbie has a TV show, though, so somebody's Barbie watching j- Barbie it. has a TV show? Lord. This is news yeah, to me. I think she still has one. It's like CGI type of... Sure. Okay. Hmm. That's yeah, news that to us. That's news to me. That... Yeah, I, I, I did not is it just streamed i don't know I, I i don't have kids man but i'm pretty sure she had a show not that long ago i don't know if it's still out there but i'm pretty sure she had a show well you know i didn't have news news to us okay yeah uh i thought it was pretty good we were without snacks because we ate beforehand Right. So, um, no, no snacks or drink. <laughs> All of it happened right before. <laughs> First time having uh, black and fish, no, black and shrimp uh, tacos. Mm-hmm. In the words of very young people, they were busting. Yeah. Beer, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you're going to get us canceled. All right. We too old to be talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> They were good. They were good. But um, yeah, yeah. It was, hey man, good seats. Um, people were decent. I don't remember like people being obnoxious or loud or anything. Yeah, we had so a we had a it. we had a good crowd. Like what um yeah, I've really been you know, really been ramping up like the movie stuff this summer. And what part of what makes me sad is when like there it isn't that crowded in the theater. Like I've seen some stuff where it was like a handful of people in there. And um, but it was really nice to see like a like a pretty much sold out crowd and like the audience mm-hmm. was just with it, like, you know, getting the jokes and all that stuff. I don't remember there being any issues with like the kids like being like um loud or anything like that or um unruly or whatnot. Um I saw a movie the other day, uh, Haunted Mansion, and like those kids was just wilding out up in there. It was, um, <laughs> it, it was bad. But uh, no, uh, so much pink, and it's just nice. It's just like, you know, everybody, um, as to, to, to um, I'm using outdated terms because I am an old person. 
everyone understood the assignment, you know, um, with the pink and stuff. And it was just nice, just to, just to, just, just to see people, you know, in communion with Barbie and just like, all right, we're going to see Barbie. This is the outfit. This is the assignment. And I fucking loved it. Since we're all throwing terms in there that we shouldn't maybe say, period, poo. <laughs> all right. Yes, we we are all give we are all giving off the ick, but you know. Um, so sliding over to you, Vera. Um, before seeing this movie, uh, did you have any hopes, wishes, things you would hope to see? Any impressions at all? know what I was expecting um I think like I almost didn't expect it to have a storyline to keep up with I thought it was just gonna be like aimless Mm -hmm. over the top comedy and so the fact that they had like a storyline to it in a way I was like okay that's pretty cool and then I like it that they took it from um as if you were actually in Barbie's house and, you know, in her land. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, what about you, Tiara? Any uh, expectations before you saw the movie? So I have to be completely honest. When I first saw the earliest trailers for this movie, I had no desire to see it. I was like, what is this? I'm sorry. Do, do you like... do, do you hate women? No. I'm, I'm a woman. <laughs> then why why was your knee gut reaction not to support women? Because no, it wasn't to support women. I just it's not that I did not want to support women. Okay, I feel like you're putting words in my mouth. That's what it, I am. That's the, what the I trailer. do. I'm a man. Okay, that's what we do. All right, patriarchy. Uh, yeah, the patriarchy All exactly. Right. Right. Anyhow, <laughs> but yeah, I was just, you know, the Space Odyssey trailer just didn't do anything for me. I was like, what is this? This is going to be some foolishness. Like, <laughs> so I just went in there thinking, I just want to enjoy this movie. I don't want to see, you know, people of color being tokenized. And I want to enjoy the movie. Those were my, my hopes for the movie going into it. So I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. So um, I'm not too up on the Barbie lore. So it's not like going in, I was like, oh man, I hope that they reference this thing that happened with Barbie in 1993. So I wasn't like looking at it from that lens. But just like as somebody that watches a lot of movies, watches even more trailers, I found it very interesting that they were intentionally not telling you what the story was about in the trailers. And I was like, ooh, I feel like they're hiding something here. Like they're like they know the internet is about to be fucking mad. Well, sorry, one part of the internet is going to be really mad uh when this movie comes <laughs> out. And I'm like, they're just trying to they're they're trying to delay that. And I was like, that just makes me even more interested in this movie because it's gonna be very anti that part of the internet and so um to an extent 
I wasn't I was surprised but I wasn't su- surprised by like what this movie's actually about because like duh it's about womanhood but I was also surprised like how far they went with it and so I'm like yeah fuck that side of the internet mm-hmm. right so yeah. I was not upset by what I saw but let's kind of talk about it so non-spoileries what were uh, you all's thoughts on this movie I'll lead the charge. Uh, I'll lead the charge. Um, ahead, so I really, oh, enjoy, I really like this movie. Um, I said to Vera as we were walking out, you don't see movies in this day and age like this that are just silly. Like this felt like something that we would have saw as kids in the early '90s that would have bombed. And I'm not saying this movie would have bombed in the, in the box office, but I was like the tone of it would have bombed in the box office. And then when we got it on video, we would have just kept watching it or it would have just been kept repeated on cable. And we would have kept watching it because like it had that, that silly vibe of like, um, what is that one? Um, something about aliens and like mom and dad were kidnapped by aliens or something like that. that Oh, mom and dad saved the world. Is that the one? Maybe. Okay. All right. Like a silly tone like that, like a stay tuned. Yeah, um, I used to watch that all the time. <laughs> cone heads, stuff like that, like from the early <laughs> from the early nineties, yeah. where it's just like this is just like so goofy, and it's like they don't make movies like that anymore. So like I appreciate it that well, it kept yeah. that tone up, and also like um the the movie has part of like that whole fish out of water storyline where it's like somebody from one area comes like to the to the big city and they have to see how like you know normal people act and like their reaction to that like I personally don't always like that in movies but like I felt like Mm -hmm. it was done quite well um the emotional stuff with like Margot Robbie where it was like the scene where um she's just sitting on a park bench and she's just trying to, you know, get her bearings. And then she has that conversation with that older woman. I was just like, yeah, yeah. And then when she goes to visit America Ferreira's daughter and like, she's like, yes, here's the other side. Here are the negative things that Barbie has done to our society. And it's just like great speech, great acting by the young lady. And then like how Margot Robbie, like she hit the dramatic beats of it. But also it was funny. The scene was funny too. Like she she also like turned it somewhat comedic. So like we weren't all feeling down. Um I'm gonna talk about it more in the spoiler section. I was very surprised that the movie had like an actual villain villain. I just thought like the villain would just be like, ah oh, shit, we grow up, right? That's the real villain. Our childhood innocence goes away. But no, it had an actual villain. It had somebody you could fight. So like that was like Wow. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. The um. Yeah. The 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 sets were cool. The um. Uh, the the mm-hmm. wardrobe was really cool, and I love that. Like when they're in Barbie Land, they make it clear these are not real people. These are dolls. So that was fun. Uh. But what what about you, Tiara? Okay. So basically, non-spoiler thoughts. Um. I love that almost anybody can go see this movie. Like, I was like, really, I was like, okay, you know, it's a, it's a movie for girls. I feel like 
you know, mothers and daughters can go together to take their sons to that movie and the son wouldn't have to be like, oh man, I had to sit through Barbie. Like, I think little mm -hmm. boys would enjoy that movie as much as little girls. Um, there's definitely something in there for everybody. I love that they were throwing punches at Mattel, man. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> who approved this? And you just, you know, you aired all your dirty laundry. Like, I love it. I love it. But they kept it upbeat and funny. Um, they had some serious messages. Um, uh, they made the message go down easy for, you know, or should have. I just feel like people are just going to, you know, that that dark side of the Internet, as you call it, they're just going to they're going to yeah. hate everything possible but they try to make yeah. it um you know as smooth as they could and i enjoyed every minute of it um and i wasn't a huge ryan gosling fan and i'm just like my goodness he got buff for this movie so go yeah, ryan I, don't, I don't know if he's ever i don't know if i've ever seen him that big no never yeah. i'm like Hey, that man hasn't had a carb in two years and go down. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he was doing during COVID was just training for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what about you, Vera? Uh, pretty much the same as what uh, you all said. I agree with Tierra that basically anybody can go and see it and not feel like um, it's not like it's not geared towards them or that it's, I didn't think it was trying to talk to a certain audience. I right. felt like it was trying to communicate to everybody. And uh, I like the fact that it had some, some comedy to it and then some seriousness to it as well. And I did love, love, love the costumes and yes. <clears throat> how, how like not real the, the set was and just that yeah car like it was it was, it was clearly like this is not real so like don't don't even think that we are trying to make this look real yeah yeah i, I like that <laughs> i like that they didn't try to make it seem like it was barbie in real life like no you're you're still in plastic <laughs> so I, I definitely enjoyed that i enjoyed that a lot and the uh the the like the singing to it as well yes yes it's like oh wait this is it's not tech it's not exactly a musical but it's got musical parts in it and it's like what's happening here what what is happening yeah. <laughs> but you find yourself enjoying it like i don't know but I <laughs> yes like um i really like the big uh, song and dance number at the end between Ryan Gosling and um I think it's the guy that played Shang Chi. Um, yeah, yes, Simu Lee, yes, Simu Lee, uh, Lu, Simu Lu, um, like because like the whole like the way they were dressed and like some of the choreography um gave um gave me um thoughts of Greece. Oh yeah. yeah. Like when they yeah. uh when they when they do I think was it is it Grease Lightning? Grease Lightning, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when they're all in like on that set and like they're all in the black and stuff and like they're doing the dance and stuff, like I feel like that was an homage to Grease and like I really liked that. 
Um, but yeah, let's hop on. Let's slide on over to spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie yet, um, please hop off now. Um, but yeah, um, really love this movie. Um, I will say, I don't feel like we needed the Mattel executives to go to Barbie Land. Um, I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. Because like when they were like, "Oh yeah, we're on the way," and like we're making all this money because like um, Ken has turned Barbie Land into Ken Land, and they got the um, the the Mojo Jojo house, whatever, um, <laughs> <laughs> and like that's just flying off the shelves. And he's like, "No, we can't. We can't allow this to continue. This isn't about money." I'm like, "This feels hollow now." Because it's like, why wouldn't this be about money? Like. If the whole if now if they made it clear like the point was like we can't let the kins stay in charge because they're gonna do they're gonna man it up as in they're gonna just like ruin everything at the end of it and that's why we can't have them in charge because like we're trying to have a business that's going to last a long time instead of make some money now and then not have money later because they're gonna destroy they're gonna nuke each other in Canland. Yes, that makes sense as to why you're trying to interfere. But they didn't really go that far, in my opinion. So I felt like That's there was weird. no reason for them to go to Barbie Land. Right. Right. In the plot, like they would have came to the same conclusion whether they went there or not. So I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, any yeah, other spoiler thoughts? Um, mine's is silly, but um at the end when Ken was like, well, trying to come out of his haze of being on top in his kingdom. Uh, I really liked his <laughs> that said Ken Nuff. <laughs> I, I want, the, I want I that t-shirt. Kidding. I want that t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And it was I, rainbow. I definitely, I can't wait till they come out with that shirt. <laughs> I want the hoodie. Oh. His whole listen the i want the hoodie i want the white chinchilla fur sylvester stallone situation he had oh yes 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 i don't know where i'm gonna wear that in florida but i want it i want that i want (laughs) that facial hair that 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 70s stallone facial hair that's what i want Yeah, I, it was just something really there. I was like, I am here for it. Uh, a high speed chase that happened in Barbie. I was like, what is happening in the in the Barbie movie? So I I, I thought that was I, I didn't expect it. I was like, oh okay, we're, we're being kind of adult here. Yeah. Um what's his name um number one i love i love alan alan was oh, definitely Michael, my Michael favorite Sarah. part of the movie the the fight sequence oh, that he yeah. had i was like get him get him where can i get an alan doll because <laughs> they need and to bring that one back that, that 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 was a real doll right yeah uh, yeah that was a real doll they, yep yes. that was the real oh, doll midge was a real doll Mitch Sugar Daddy Ken was a real doll. Like all of these, that these dolls yeah. that they nicked were all real. And that was that was crazy to me. Video girl Barbie. I was like, why, why didn't my parents give me video girl Barbie? Because 
would have loved that. But that's yeah. okay. And then <laughs> that, and then... that weird Barbie. I, the fact that they gave her a light, I was just like, oh my gosh. I've seen so many people at, well, turn a Barbie into a weird Barbie. So I thought that was great that they gave her like, her own house. She had her own personality, friends, and all of that. That was awesome. And she did the splits, man. She did the splits. <laughs> what was the significance of the splits? I mean, that you warped your doll so much that you could do splits. A regular Barbie, you can't do splits oh. from side to side. Okay. Front to back, but not side to side. Okay, because they did say a, f- a few times she got played with too hard. Okay, so that's that's what they meant. <laughs> okay. So we're rounding around, we're rounding up to an hour here, ladies. So before we disembark, is there um, going for you? You know, this movie made all the fucking money. What would you like to see in a Barbie sequel? Good question. Uh, you know, if I want to see a Barbie sequel, honestly, because I don't too, think this made it too would much be money. as genuine. This made too much money. You can't. You can't not have a sequel. <laughs> you didn't have a sequel. No. Well, okay. I was reading that, that Barbie has a sibling. And yes. Like, okay. Isn't Skipper her sister? Skipper. Skipper, yeah. Skipper's her little sister. Okay. Yeah, was oh. I don't remember Skipper being mentioned in the movie. She was. They she, she was in it. Briefly. Yeah, maybe I think she maybe she said hi to her at the beginning, like hi Skipper. Maybe yeah. I do remember yeah, they I referenced think it was Skipper. right after Midge, right around the time they were talking about Midge. <laughs> we discontinued that one in the nineties. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure like there are lots of Barbies. Like even though they referenced a lot of different Barbies, I'm sure there's other Barbies that they could reference, perhaps. Oh, you know what? Did you got did you ladies see the um that uh Rescue Rangers movie on Disney Plus? It came out last last summer. No. Nope. So the plot about that was that they were um uh, trying to combat like you count not counterfeiting, bootlegs. Like bootleg, uh, bootleg like Peter Pan and boot like basically you know other countries making bootleg copies of like American um, stuff. So maybe it would be kind of funny if like um, I think it was you, Tierra, that said that you had like some off-brand Barbies growing up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. if they kind of explore that, uh, like um, of those other brands that tried to be Barbie that failed are just out and out bootlegs and like maybe even have like an Ooh. island of misfit toys type situation where I would you know, feel like that would be a real funny SNL skit though like I would much rather <laughs> see that <laughs> I don't need to see two hours of that <laughs> well that's my pitch for a Barbie sequel okay I'd see I like that I like it like, yeah, I could. They'd probably be. I don't want to say against each other. Uh, they'd probably be against each other because you know you got the real versus the imitation. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right. So before um, we get out of here, I do want to say, I'm sorry. What were we saying? Oh, I would just want to say, I want to see Ken find a Barbie that wants him back. That's what I want to find. Well, he was just so adamant on being with that specific Barbie. I'm sure that he could have found another Barbie if he didn't want that one. <laughs> but um, yeah. last last thing, I'm looking at the organizational chart of Mattel and they have 10 executives here. And I want you ladies to guess how many of these 10 people are women? One. Um, I think I'll go with three. You're right, Vera, three. Now, in turn, how many of these 10 people are people of color? Um, (laughs) One on a sunny day? (laughs) I don't don't even think the CEO is from America, so... I'm just going to say one. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. His name is Yunon, Y-N-O-N, Kurtz? Yeah. Where are you from, sir? Some European country. I'm not even sure. (laughs) So so to answer the question, one, and it is um, a Latino man who, when I first scrolled, I thought he was a white dude, but he's a Latino man. Everybody else is white. So that's that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Three women, one POC. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not going to lie. Although I don't know why I'm like, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm being like fake offended here because it's like, look at the organizational <laughs> chart of like every company. Like it's... Right. So, <laughs> they the Mattel should be happy that they've got three women, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. Um, that's the show. Uh I genuinely appreciate um you ladies coming on with me midweek, talking movies, um, sharing your life and all that jazz. Um, very kind of you. Uh, do either of you have anything you want to plug while we're here? No plugs. Uh oh, Ferris got something to plug. Mm-hmm. What do you have to plug there? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Okay, that's fair. No, I don't. Well, I do appreciate you guys, and I do appreciate you, dear listeners. And so, thank you for so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, also threads. I mean, it's a thing. We're not using it, but it is a thing we have um, at we used to talk pod. Follow me on Letterbox at BOW1213 and Matt at Mr. King0257. Um, come back next week when we review Hook, Steven Spielberg's Hook. And um, yeah, that's the show. Thanks for listening. We got an hour of content out of this. I'm surprised too. See you. <laughs>